they got rid of social media right now, right? Like, you have to really think deeply about it. A lot of people, the suicide rate, I'm telling you right now, would skyrocket within a month. Beyond, beyond, beyond social media, if this so-called prediction of the power grid getting shut down, right, and we not having access to electricity or the internet or both, which is still people not having access to social media, I guarantee you, they, they would get, the suicide rate would be high. Things would change. People would change. Things that we've been asking for, we would get things that we don't want, we'd also get. You know, when I was telling everybody that all these complaints that modern men have, including myself, right, about women. Do you see this conversation? It's a huge conversation. Everybody likes to act like it's not, but yet everybody feeds into it. Every race, every culture, every community has videos, podcasts, pages, profiles, all kind of stuff about what I'm talking about. And I said, I said, if you want to see these women change the ones that are arrogant be humble the ones that are humble at least have more confidence right you want to swap who's in control in the feminine world you want to all these things that just whatever right you want to you want answers you want uh things to be more leveled out the dating field platonic interactions i said if we remove their crown their lampstand which is the social media you will see all these changes and people thought i was crazy and i said this years ago and now people are starting to wake up and realize social media is the anchor of this generation it's why this boat doesn't go forward it's way deeper than just the women it's all of us let me tell you what social media came and did and i'm not saying that everything i'm about to say is completely 100 percent like this is what it is but you got to hear what I'm about to say. Social media comes around, right? In the mid 2000s, some would say early 2000s, but it really popped off mid 2000s, right? It took off after 2000 and about 10. After 2010 to 2020, it was lit. It's life, right? And we knew it was life when businesses and I mean, it, it wasn't just something to like look cool, right? Remember MySpace? Black Planet, things like that, you know, uh, Zanga. I remember those days, right? Middle school days, you know, um, AIM. These were these were these were forms of social media. When I was growing up, the first social media I would say was internet forums. I used to like to go to azlyrics.com and there'd be internet forums on there. I was that was elementary school for me. I was born in '93. You do your math, right? So you got these folks that's that they build these social medias. And mind you, anybody who thinks that they won't shut down social media, you n- you never know what's going to happen these days. People are starting to wake up. People that we never thought that would proclaim Jesus Christ out loud are. You have Kanye uh, saying things about Hitler. I mean, we never thought anybody would ever say something like that, which I have an episode about that on my podcast. We have um, billionaires getting smoked. We got uh, huge CEOs going to jail for touching kids. We got... Uh, government-funded uh, pedophile rings getting exposed. We got presidents and billionaires and CEOs getting arrest warrants. We got CEOs of some of the biggest companies in the world stepping down, saying we don't want them to do it no more. We have all—I mean, nothing is impossible now. 
I mean, look at what's going on in China right now as we speak. They got they're literally dragging people out of their homes and forcing them into these covid camps. Nothing is beyond my mind anymore. The things we used to just talk about as conspiracy is starting to become true. We have black people telling the world we were the Hebrews. Those people y'all call Jews are converts. We are the Jews. We ain't niggas. We ain't Negroes. And we ain't blacks. We're Israelites. And so are these Native Americans and these Latinos. And and why would you think that Mark Zuckerberg couldn't wake up tomorrow and realize the beast system, his the the the, the uh what do you call it? The belly of the beast, the, what you call it, uh the, the bottomless pit. That is social media. That is the internet. And say, I don't want nothing to do with it. What if Elon Musk, you see him, he's all over the place. He owned Twitter. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg owns Facebook and Instagram. Right? If they chop them things off because of their own personal choice, which they have every right to do, because mind you, social media, it's so big now, we forget that it's just an app. It's just an app on the Apple Store and the Play Store on Android. It's just an app that was created by regular people who know how to code and things like that. It's just not. Yes, just because our presidents and, you know, you like I said, there's companies and businesses now that it's almost to the point where it's like Instagram these days. It's like a phone number. It's like a debit card. It's like a bank account. It's like you have to have a social media. I mean, you literally it's hard to live life without a bank account. Right. It's almost dang near impossible to live life without a cell phone. Right. Even the most poorest people have a cell phone. Even when you go to uh, I don't know if you've been in any trouble, but if you go and get them put on probation or parole and you tell them, folks, you ain't got no phone number. They're going to tell you, well, you got 30 days to get one. Okay, you need a cell phone now. Things that were once optional are now mandatory iPhones are about to become mandatory, believe it or not. It's hard to live life without an iPhone. Not just so you can text your friends and FaceTime either. No, it's hard. I've been places and I've had to try to get into certain institution, you know, and they tell me, here, we'll do this, download this, download this. And I'm like, okay, I'm looking for it. And I can't find it on Android. Or I can't do that on an Android phone, especially on a regular like Galaxy, maybe the Windows ones or something like that. But on a, you, you you almost need an iPhone now to survive. I mean, the social media, you you have to have, you don't got to be on it every day. You want to get addicted to it? And we'll talk about that in a second. We're, we're going to talk about that in a second. But if you think for a second, these fools might not wake up one day and say, ah, and a, a lot of people make their money off this stuff now. People have literally driven careers. It's changed people's lifestyles. It literally alters the way people eat, what they eat, when they eat, where they eat. I have literally watched people, including myself, literally design their lives around how they can post their lives on social media. It's to the point where it comes down to the point where babies can't even have a private moment with their family. And I say babies, I mean newborns. I'm talking about so newborn that they, they still have the fluid on their body. A baby comes out the womb these days and within five minutes, he's on Instagram. The whole world has access to see his eyes and everything. Shout out to the Jenna Frumez. I think that's her her name. Uh, Jason Derulo's uh, baby mama or whatever. I don't know if they're married or not. And um, she had dotted out the eyes on her baby. And I and I saluted her for it. And she responded. And she was like, yeah, you know, because people don't people don't be knowing, bro. And it's just like 
this stuff has pulled us away from who we just naturally are, who we naturally would be. And people have become a different person because of it. Let me go back some because I forgot to go into this. Social media, let me tell you what social media did. It came and got rid of TV, magazines, newspapers, uh, the radio, um, uh, everything. Now, right? We go to social media. The news. I don't go watch the news. But I put on the TV the other day and I felt like a caveman. I was like, dang, I don't even know what I'm looking for. Right? I don't need it. I get on Instagram or something like that. I see what's going on. All the big news I hear about, any news updates I need, I usually turn to social media. I think everybody does, right? For for because not only do you get to see the headline, right? You get to see what other people are doing, other people are saying. You get to see, and as everybody wants to talk, right? Everybody wants their voice heard, right? We get to now see. Back when I was growing up, narratives were controlled. Now narratives are being spun and spun by kids with troll accounts. And we think we're like watching some like grown man tell us something and we're arguing with this page and we don't even know this is a 12 year old. He's an enlightened 12 year old, but it's a 12 year old behind that page, you know, or it's a CIA agent. Like we don't know who we're dealing with on the other end. Of it. And, and, and it's this it's like a wild, wild west. Like you just come on here and just you could be whoever do whatever, say whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh it, 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 this is this is so deep it goes into just so much I mean we see so much happening on it right I mean it desensitizes people uh, social media uh, especially like Instagram has the same effects on the brain actually that watching pornography does right or uh, um, overconsumption of drugs or alcoholism This there's studies behind this we don't know what the long term effects of it are though because you have people who are not only just on social media. This is not the only place that their brain is going through this 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 re- rewiring, right? I mean, they're also smoking mad weed or they're doing these drugs as well. And they're watching porn. I mean, if you watch... Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something that's really real. If you watch porn and you uh get on social media, like... You know what I'm saying? Um, if you watch porn and you get on social media, uh, your brain right now is mush. If you grew up watching cartoons too, see all these things kind of come together because what it is, is this, it's, a. and I'm glad Kanye, matter of fact, speaking of Kanye, we spoke, Kanye, Kanye spoke about this actually. I already knew this before he spoke about it, but I'm glad he spoke about it because he obviously he has a big platform. It didn't go anywhere because, you know, it wasn't controversial and nobody cares um, when Kanye speaks as long as he's not saying something that's offensive. Right. So nobody really made this this one go viral, even though they should have made this one go viral, that when you're even it's almost like a. People don't even realize it's an it's literally a subconscious. It goes to your subconscious like it's an addiction. Like when you're the, the hand motion of swiping, things like that. I know this for a fact because I've literally I've done it myself. I, I do things, you know, I don't do things and tell everybody. But I do things a lot of the time and and um I'll just tell you what I did. Right? So and people who are some people who are listening, they know because they follow me or they followed me on Instagram back when I used to be on Instagram. And what I did was I, I created some form of, a, I guess, a formula, an algorithm for my story on how I was going to get people to watch my story every day. I didn't care so much about the numbers. I just wanted to make sure those same people who started, 
They were going to be there consistently every time I posted a story. They were going to be there. And I have all kind of people watching my story. One thing, I don't have a huge following on social media. I don't. But I have a very diverse one. And I rather would have smaller numbers, right? Less than a thousand, even a couple thousand, whatever. A few hundred, whatever. Diverse, so I could see. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I could, I can, I rather than have like 20,000, like, hood dudes or 20,000, you know, white kids. Like, I'd rather ha- have five. I could do way more in life and study more of what's going on in our generation if I have 500 people and these 500 people, I got a lesbian, I got this lady over here, she's a random. I, I mean, I literally I literally feel like I have at least, at least three people from every single subgroup you can think of in America right now. And then foreigners, too. I have, like, and it's... It, it, so I was like, how am I going to get in? So what I did was very simple. I know it's going to sound like, well, duh, everybody does it. Well, I, I started doing polls and I made sure they were obviously interesting. I made sure that they obviously, you know, whatever. And I just started to notice that people were always coming. Right. So I'm thinking about it from a, you know, just deeper perspective. How do I keep them coming? Well, I made sure for one, I did it at the same time every day. Right. I figured out which times people were going to automatically dump on. You know, I um, I made sure I always did a result thing. So that's kind of how it worked with the way I did the polls. I would do the polls. Like, let's say I dropped like 10 of them right now. Right. Don't post nothing else. And what I would do to make sure my story was at the top was maybe every like three to four hours, I'll post something, just a little video, a random meme or something like that, something that would draw in attention, right? Something shock value. And that would draw them in. And that drew more people in and drew more people in. And next thing you know, like I'm having like celebrities, like on my poll, like it's, it was, it was something that, you know, and, 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 and that's what they do. They, that's what it, that's what Instagram and social media naturally does. Cause it's not Instagram that does it. It's us, all of us that participate. Instagram is just a platform. We have to keep posting all this stuff. And you, when you know, you want to be the first, you want to see things before it's not cool to see them anymore. Right. You, you want to, it's this, it's this need to always be within the know right now. I, I don't want to hear about what happened at 9 a.m at 9 p.m. when I get off work. And I want to hear about it the latest 10, 10 a.m. If I if it's 11 a.m. and I'm reading a post, I'm late. You see what I'm saying? I, I missed being able to drop a little comment that might've got a thousand likes, you know, what, whatever the case may be, right? You know, you, you missed your little shot and everybody's caught up in this matrix formula algorithm in their own small way, right? And you just want to always see it. So you're always on the gram. You're always swiping the, the, the dopamine. If you, if you post too, you know, the likes, uh, I, I mean, all of this is playing a matter and people think it's just small. We don't know. Listen to me. We don't know what the long term effects of this daily consumption of social media does. Now, something I always talk to people about is beyond the negative things that we take in and how that could affect our spirit. I mean, I, I want you to just think about this. Right, The average person, I'm going to talk to black people really quick. The average black person follows shade room, baller alert. Right. No jumper. Say cheese. Follow all these rappers. Follow all these IG models. Right. I'm not saying white kids don't do it, too. I'm not. I'm just I'm just talking to black people really quick. I always am going to be talking to black people first. No, no offense to anybody else. Right. Um, 
if you feel like you can relate, jump in. You know what I'm saying? It ain't excluding nobody. I'm just, I just always talk to black people first because that's who I know the best, right? Um, and culture and race does play a role, unfortunately. So, what I can tell you is that you go on, you go on there, right? And for one, your brain is already being rewired because you're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And the way I break it down to is like this. Let me show you how you're, this, this is why we're so irritable. This is why we have high anxiety level, levels that lead us to do wild things. This is why people are always trying to move so fast. This is why people even say, time is just short these days. And have y'all noticed that? No, time is the same, bro. Go out there right now, put on a stopwatch, and it's the same 60 seconds it's always been. So why does it feel so fast? Well, dude, within one minute of scrolling on Instagram, well, let's keep it real. Most of us don't sit on Instagram for just one minute a day, right? Even when you sit, or even if you sit on Instagram right now for 10 minutes, stop for three hours, come back after lunch, you know, still, every time you sit on Instagram, you sit on there for like five, 10, 15. Some people sit on there for, I used to sit on Instagram sometimes for an hour, you know, especially when I was into doing the polls and the podcast and I had to, you know, when you, when you're a content creator, it's even worse, you know, pray for all content creators because they have to be on the social media now. That's how they are able to get in that algorithm fast. You know, that's why you, when you follow no jumper, say cheese, bother alert, shader, you might scroll down on timeline and see the same post, but it's just different posts because these, all these bloggers have to get on it. Right. Check this out within one minute, bro. You consume your brain. Your spirit consumes more imagery and more words than someone like my father or my mother, when they were growing up, would have consumed in like a week. It would take literally a week, maybe even longer. And y'all think I'm exaggerated, but think deeply about it, like really think about it, right? It would take a week or longer because mind you, our parents were outside all night till till the streetlight came on. They didn't have a computer in their home. They didn't have a phone. Yes, they did have a TV, but that TV had a specific hours they were allowed to watch it. And really, let's keep it real, specific hours that they even wanted to watch it, right? They had two, three shows they'd like to watch. That's it. You know, they weren't consumed with binge watching and things. <laughs> Whoa, what? No, none of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sitting there for three hours watching a TV show. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Uh, you know, <laughs> they... Uh, they didn't have you barely read a newspaper, right? You got to think they only knew the people in their area. They don't know what's going on. A person that grows up in Harlem in the 90s, 70s, 80s, whatever, any year before 2006, 2005. They don't know what some random dude in uh, L.A. is doing right now. They don't know anybody from L.A. They never been to L.A. They ain't got no cousins in L.A. They ain't got no nobody in L.A. Bro, and I guarantee you, try it. Just Notice it the next time you get on social media. Just become aware. Do what you always do. Don't try to act. Don't try to front. Just do it how you always... And, and, bro, and just count how many posts you scroll by. Even the ones you just scroll right past, you don't even... But still, guess what? Even though you scroll past it, your brain, your subconscious psyche still collects the information. But see, we have to cycle the information out very fast, too. Because we're cycling through the information that we actually want to reserve. The stuff that we don't really care about. And then the stuff that affects us emotionally. You're emotionally triggered a hundred times a day if you get on Instagram, bro. Especially black people because y'all getting on these shade rooms and y'all, y'all associate to these celebrities. So when you, for example, like a black woman will hear a story about like uh, Future and Sierra getting into it or something, right? That right? And they, 
they they don't just be like, oh, wow, that's interesting. They're like, uh-uh, he tripping. Because they see themselves in these situations, right? When we see these police killing black people, I mean, in, in literally five minutes of Instagram, is literally spending five minutes on Instagram, especially if you follow those kind of pages, is literally the most dangerous thing, I think. I, I, I think I think snorting cocaine is safer. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm not telling you go snort cocaine. I just think snorting cocaine is safer when I think about a long term effects on the brain. Right. Um, in in five minutes, you've you've consumed more imagery and more words. Right. And these words and imagery, a lot of time we're going to get into the, to the different side of it in a minute. Don't you think that that would like change the way you look at life? You're always going to want to see things. You're always nothing fascinates you. Right. I've noticed that these days people are so bored now. Right. Everybody's. I mean, you, you literally I don't know if any of you have been to a party lately or a club. You go to a party in a club. Nobody's even having fun. Everybody's just sitting there looking bored. Everybody's just on their phones. People are literally I mean, they go to a party to get on their phone. I mean, you, you could have just stayed at home and saved some money. Like it just goes to show you, you know, but, but you know why they're at the party? For Instagram. They're not at the party for themselves. They're at the party for Instagram. They want to show Instagram, look, I have a life too. You see, it's it's literally you live your life for the gram. You live your life for the gram. And, um, you know, uh, the, the, the thing about it is, okay, so if in five minutes, right, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you, you take in all of this stuff. Now, what if within that five minutes, you watch a black man get killed by the police, you watch some surveillance video of some random shooting right somewhere which these videos these days are pretty hd these cameras are getting better these uh security cameras that they have the surveillance cameras so you can see very vividly right you read something that offends you you probably read a few things that offend you you find out about some crazy stuff that's going on in the world that is crazy and is wild but let's keep it real it don't affect you not especially not right 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 now right like you might hear a story like today i scrolled and i found out that some lady who wants to be non-binary right meaning she doesn't want any gender got her boobs cut off and now she's suing the hospital for cutting off her, her, her for agreeing with her and cutting cutting them off right so these are things that have no effect on my life i didn't lose any sleep i didn't gain or lose any money I didn't get or lose any relationship with anybody. Nothing. I I, I didn't. I got nothing from that, right? But it might have triggered something in my brain, whatever, right? And within those five minutes, you might see something that makes you jealous or envious or make your life feel like it's less than what it is. Make you feel like you don't count your blessings, right? You might, dang, how come I don't have kids yet, right? Right? Oh, look at James. He got a new Benz. Or is that even his Benz? I don't know. But here he is. Taking a picture in front of this new car, right? Oh, look at Shorty. She got long hair. You look at all these girls. Dang, that's another girl I'll never meet, right? You, you, right there. Boom, softcore porn right there on the internet. She got a see-through shirt. Boom. Now you, you got that triggered and wild around in your brain, right? Then you scroll past the Jesus post, right? You, you scroll past that, right? But you seen it, so that puts guilt in you because you, you know, dang well you. You scrolled real fast, but so now you got some guilt. I mean, within five minutes, you went through more emotions than uh, um, before social media we would have went through in, in maybe a month. I mean, I said a week, but really, when you think deeply about it, maybe a month. It would take a month for an average human, especially that lives a decent life, to see all that stuff. I mean, some of those things we would have never seen, right? I mean, depending on which neighborhood you grew up in back in the 80s, 90s, before even the 2000s, you may never even see nobody get killed. 
Now we're going to internet and see people get killed like it's nothing. I, I remember when YouTube first came out, which YouTube is a form of social media. I remember when YouTube first came out one day. I'll never forget this. I, I was just telling somebody this story the other day. I'll never forget this. I found a fight video. At the time, I was like 11 years old. And I was, my mind was blown, bro. I, I, I couldn't believe I'm at home watching a video that somebody willingly took. That's what really blew me to. It wasn't just, okay, of course. I mean, right? Even at that age, I've seen plenty of fights. I've been in plenty of fights. But I'm like, yo, you videotaped somebody fighting? Are you crazy? Like, to me, that was that was insane. I'm like, they're going to go to jail. Right? And next thing you know, for like, literally, I've never... I'll never forget. I never forget it because it got dark in the room because I was so consumed by these fight videos that I didn't turn the lights on. So I'm just sitting in darkness watching fight videos, right? And I remember thinking to myself, "Is this normal? Like we're fighting and videotaping it now? Like we used to fight and we used to go to the woods or in a bathroom to fight so we didn't get in trouble, right?" So I'm like, "You're gonna show the world this?" I'm like, and I'm and I'm just thinking so much stuff. I'm thinking like, "Dang, imagine getting beat up and the whole world sees it." Like, I mean, back then you get beat up. You know, the people that's there see it. They move on. Nobody ever gets to see it again. Imagine getting beat up. The whole world sees it. And you have to relive it all the time whenever somebody feels like it. That's why when these old folks be like, y'all youngsters like to pick up these guns. Y'all don't know how to take a butt whooping. Sir, it ain't about the physical pain no more. I don't want to be on World Star. (laughs) I don't want to be on World Star. And I remember I said it, bro. I said it back then. I said, you know. I said, right now, and mind you, I was like 11 or maybe 12 years old when this happened. And I said it. I said, right now, it's fight videos. Give it about five to six years, and we will become, it will become normal for us to see people get killed on the internet. And that's what we see. Think about it this way. You could post a video right now on Instagram of somebody getting their head blown off, but you can't write the word rape. I mean, just, just think about it. You can't say certain things about certain groups of people on the internet, on Instagram, Twitter, whatever like that. But you can post a video of someone getting their head blown off. A video of someone getting, this is someone's son, someone's father. You dig what I'm saying? Someone's best friend, someone's mother, someone's daughter, someone's uh, auntie getting smoked. You can post that on Instagram, bro. But you can't say certain words, bro. I need you to realize what we have done and what this is doing to us as a human race. That makes you desensitized. That makes you leave compassion behind. When you see bad things happening these days, you're more worried about, I want to be the one to post it and go viral rather than let me go help them. People walk by people being attacked and pull out their phone and videotape it. They don't even call the police. And no, they're not videotaping so they can have some evidence or so they can maybe get the guy turned in. They, they videotaping so they can post it on Instagram. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, look what I saw. Life is a movie now. Life is an Insta- Instagram post. They walk down the street and see someone getting attacked. That's a, To them, their brain becomes a business. I remember when I used to, you know, hustle or whatever. My, one of my, I used to, at one point, I was so just like, no, I'm not going away. I'm just hustle, hustle, stay at home, trap, 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 trap. So my homeboy said, everybody, you want to go downtown? I said, no, trapping. He said, you know, bro, you, you need to slow down because, and mind you, he was, a, he was, he was 
a hustler. You know what I'm saying? I don't even. I was so shocked that he said he was my, he was my older homie, like my big homie. I was just shocked that he told me that he's like, you need to slow down because you're starting to look at people like a dollar sign. Your whole life is consumed by money now. And I'm like, ain't that what y'all always told me when I was broke and I was acting up and I was blowing all my money on alcohol and drugs and partying? Y'all was like, it's time to hustle and get some money and grow up. Now I'm doing it. And you're like, come out and let's go downtown. But what he was trying to tell me is that my brain was 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 re, was being rewired. And now everything was contingent upon a play. And for anybody who doesn't know any better, a play that's, a, you know, a deal like me selling somebody something that they wanted to buy you know to the point where if I felt like I could not sell products there I wouldn't go I don't care if it's beneficial for me or not I don't care if it might have benefited me in another way do I want to go to church this Sunday of course but I can't sell nothing in there so and how much money will I move lose sitting in the church for two hours so it had nothing to do with me being against God or being against church right Uh, oh this girl wants to go on a date I like her. She's cool. I would love to go on a date with her. But how much money would I miss out on on this two, three, four hour date? That's at least $100. At least $200, $300. Something. Right? Like, yo. That's what's happening right now to our brain. Our brain becomes like that. Everything is contingent upon a like or a view. You want to eat here, but their food may taste good, but they don't make an Instagram presentation. So you go here instead, even though it's more expensive and the food tastes less and you don't even like the food like that. But you know, when you post this brand on the gram and you show, hey, y'all, I'm over here at Kava, we eating the Kava. You know, the Kava's good, but still, like, you know, uh, we over here at Kava. You, you lit. But you really want to go over here and get this regular burger and some fries and go home about your business, but you don't get nothing out of that. But you get something out of this. You see what I'm saying? So your whole life becomes like that. You you won't even wear certain clothes because you can't take a picture. And you won't hang out with certain people because they're not picture friendly or whatever like that. They don't do that. It literally determines people's lives. It, it stops people. It slows people down. They have to do it. You know, it's a part of their activity. You know, we're not just going to go fishing. We're going fishing today. Yes. And we're going to videotape it. And make a TikTok. And oh, oh, hey guys, I got an idea. And there's always that one guy, right? Like, let's make a, uh, what you call them videos? Like a funny video. Like, uh, let's act like we're going to, like, you know, it's just like, bro, no, let's just fish. Let's just fish and drink this beer. Can we just fish and drink the beer? Please. Like, and then you say that and then you sound crazy because everybody else is like, I'm trying to get on the ground too, though. Like, I mean, yeah, I came to fish, but. And, and, And then you wonder why you drive through neighborhoods these days. At four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock. Saturdays at ten a.m., eleven a.m., twelve p.m., one p.m., two, three, four p.m. And you don't see kids outside. It's because they're in the house trying to make a TikTok. And then, so what happens with that, right? Because we went outside and we stepped in ant hills and had our whole feet covered in ants. We went outside and got stung by bees. We went outside and got beat up. We went outside and beat people up. We went outside and got made fun of. We went outside and had to really have social skills and learn how to talk to people face to face where you know you can get slapped and not just blocked. The block was a punch in the nose. We went outside and we fell off our bikes face first, scraped our whole face up. We went outside and fell off our bikes, scraped our knees and elbows. We went outside and ran and hid and did door, uh, what you call that thing? Um, what's in that? Not DoorDash, what's it called? And you ring the doorbell and go ding dong ditch, right? We we went outside and messed with people. Like we went outside and got messed with. We went outside and got chased by dogs. I done been chased by a dog for miles when I was a kid. Me and my dad both. 
he was trying to fight off the dog. He tell we on a we went bike riding. We wanted to go ride our bikes up the street, you know, back in Stone Mountain. And he he kicking the dog. He he's like, go ahead, go ahead, go go. And I, <laughs> I run up scared. I'm scared of that dog, man. I'm like, why did he put the dog on a leash? Little pit bull, right? We was getting bit by dogs. We was we was getting rejected by girls in our face. Not getting ignored in a DM. We were in our face. Ew! What? Man, whatever. And we walk away and think it's funny. We go over there. Ah, she ain't like you. All right, well, you go try to get her that. We didn't harass her and stalk her and want to kill her and think that she was this evil person. We just were like, whatever. She don't like me. I'm going to go over and talk to her friend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we was... They're on TikTok. What's going to happen? Because they can't be on TikTok forever. What's going to happen when they got to go outside, bro? I mean, I could only imagine my life right now, right? If I never got a whooping, which these kids ain't getting whooping no more because... The parents are scared to spank them, right? You never really fell off no bite because you're on TikTok. You had a tablet in your hand as soon as you turned five years old, right? You never really got beat up, slapped, or slapped nobody. You ain't even ever had to, nothing. And then one day you go outside and you happen to have to deal with one of these things. Even a bee sting would make you want to kill yourself because you're like, whoa, where me, I get a bee sting right now. I'm like, damn. Whew. All right, let me keep going on my day. Put a little neosporin on it or a little oil or something. You know what I'm saying? Going by my day, right? Well, they would run to the ER. What's wrong, sir? Are you okay? I got stung by a bee. I just want to make sure it's not poisonous. Like, why don't you get on that same phone you on there doing TikTok dances and Google it, fool, and realize it's not an emergency. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they, that's what they're on, though. You know, and this is this is affecting all of uh, Now the old people is on Instagram. They sitting around all day on the ground scrolling. You know, I love my dad. My dad sent me TikToks at six in the morning. Now, he can afford to do stuff like that based off of, you know, what he do in his lifestyle and things like that. Let me see. Let me go to uh, all these. Yeah. And, and he sent some good stuff, you know, and he's not on there just watching stupid stuff. He's on there watching things that, you know, are exposing what's going on in the world and, uh, you know, with whatever and things like that. But nonetheless, my dad will send me a TikTok at six in the morning. You know, my dad's like 50 years old. I think he just turned 50, matter of fact. 50 years old. My mama. She on Instagram. She's showing me all these funny videos. She on the, she don't be on it like that, but she be on Instagram. If you knew my mom, bro, you would know why I said my mom. Because <laughs> my mom is one of the most untechnology savvy people in the world. I didn't see my mom sitting in front of a computer for hours trying to figure out something. And I'd be like, mom, what are you doing? I'll go over there. And I try to help her. I look and see what she's doing. I'm like, Mom, hit the refresh button. She's like, oh. I'm like, you just spent three hours trying to figure this out. Like, that's how untechnology, right? But she's, even she's on it, right? Even not even knowing what she's doing still. We'll get on it, right? Now, people can say, well, you know, hey, Tommy, I hear you. But, you know, I follow good things on social media. And I don't follow blog pages. So what about me? Well, let me tell you. You still are being rewired because you're scrolling. Within that, what that does is it puts your brain in a in a in a fast set, right? This fast set, fast consumption, fast, um, you know. Just imagine eating. This is what it's like. See, and this is gonna throw some of y'all off because you're like, "What? Come on, dude." No, seriously. Just imagine if you went to dinner right now, right? You sit down. You have your dinner of choice. Just think of whatever dinner you want right now: hot wings and fries, whatever, right? Imagine you sat down and ate dinner and within five minutes tops after you eat that last wing or whatever it is that you're eating, 
you have to go run to the toilet and poop all that food out again. Now, I'm going to just add some magical like variables to it and just say that not only do you poop out all the food you just ate, but you're hungry again and again and again. And I mean, how much money do you think you would spend on food a day if, if that's how our bodies were? Well, that's what you're doing to your brain. Metaphorically, what is the money in this situation? I don't know. You figure it out. I am freestyling this, so I don't know. But you, you can figure it out. You're a genius, right? So don't think about the money. Just think about the fact that you're constantly shoving stuff in there and, and then having to go out. When I say it happens to go out, it's a brain. It doesn't go out, though. It just, you put it to the side because you, you're putting more stuff into it. The stuff that actually maybe intrigues you or sparks some type of emotional thing in you. And it's so crazy because like, you know, it's like I know a few people who kind of stay off social media and they're so much different than the people I know that are on social media. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that when you get on social media, there's so many things that can trigger different negative emotions in you or that can trigger false emotions in you. And this is where I bring it back full circle and say that if we had to get rid of social media, people would delete themselves at high rates because they don't have that anymore. See, um, but anyways, let's let, we'll talk about that. But just let me keep going. Right. Let me keep flowing with it. So what you have to understand is that this this thing is it's a it's a it's the you are literally in the belly of the beast, you know, because it's consumed you. That's what it means. Think about a belly of the beast. What does that mean? Right. A beast thing. Right. Something that's evil, something that's hungry, something that's that can that that's dangerous, something that is monstrous. And you're inside the belly of it. That means it's consumed you. You didn't consume it. It consumed you. Right. You ever heard somebody say, uh, make the money, don't let the money make you. Yeah. Well, you get on social media, but you let social media, social media, you now you in the belly of the beast. You're caught up. It's addicting. How many of us can genuinely say that we've caught ourselves on social media bored? In other words, and, and, and if you think back to those times, Admit it, you had other productive things you needed to be doing. You had other things you needed to be doing. You have a lunch break. You know your grandma is going to die any day now. Instead of calling your grandma and just checking on her, you get on Instagram and you don't even... You, I, I've been on Instagram before, scrolling for like 30 minutes before, bro. Like on a lunch break or something like that when I used to like work. And like, I would like be scrolling, scroll, 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 scroll. And I would look and I'd be like, bruh, I haven't seen anything on here that appeals to me. I mean, it's, and you know what I've noticed too? And sometimes, and this is why a lot of you got, uh, y'all sleep on that whole semen retention, no fat type stuff. You need to take it more serious. But for the men out there, man, it, desensitize, it desensitizes your beauty. Um, your the, the beauty that you look for in a woman. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I, you know, I used to be on Instagram looking at them girls. So like my whole thing is like, you know, um, if you're if you're doing that, for example, or if you're a lady looking at the men, these muscular dudes that's doing all these fitness things or these penis print, after a while, I mean, at first you 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 intrigued by it, right? But then after a while, it's like, okay, I've seen every penis print I could see. I've seen every muscular dude with tattoos I could see, or for us fellas, I've seen every big butt and long hair and nails I could see. I've seen every light skinned uh, exotic woman. I don't know what race she is by looking at her. I can see, you know, I, I've seen it all, right? And then it's just like. You know, what does it mean after a while? Then you'll literally scroll past a woman that would really be the woman of your dreams. Like, it's nothing. 
you go out into the real world, has no appeal, right? Because these girls, you don't, you, for some reason, you just rarely see them in the real world. I don't know. I'm like, I, I be driving around like thinking like, dang, where are all these Instagram <laughs> girls? They're like, where are they at? You, oh, trust me, they're right there in your face. They just don't look as good in real life as they do on the gram. Oh, they're there. Hey, you would think that if you didn't know anybody, you would think that all these girls live on some private island somewhere and none of us know, have access to them. Oh, no, they, they, they exist. You see them all the time. It is in real life. There ain't no filter. She just, I mean, yeah, yeah, she pretty. Yeah, she got a body, but you ain't stunned it though, right? Why? We don't stunt nothing. Life was beautiful when we stunted things. Because when you stunt things, you slow down and enjoy it. You embrace it. And that's what social media and how we use social media. Because social media, it's not social media. It's how we use it and what we do on it. That's what it has done. It has stole the joy, the natural, genuine, most organic things in life from us. Like I said, you have people who, I mean, think about it this way, right? Most of us, and, I, and I'm guilty of this too, and I've, I've had to catch myself where before they eat, they don't pray. They take a picture. You see, you have people that are dead right now because they posted their location. They know they have enemies. They know they're flashy. They know these things. Look at PNB Rock. He got killed. His girl had posted his location five minutes before or how many minutes before he got killed. They say the pop smoke investigation was linked back to an Instagram post that he made that showed his location. We want to be seen so bad that we don't even stop and think about what we're doing. And we don't know the long-term effects. As I tell people all the time, and I'll say it again, we are a guinea pig, lab rat generation. We have a lot of things that we're doing that have never been done before. We do not know the long-term effects. We don't know the long-term effects emotionally, you know, from a mental health perspective. Uh, spiritually, mm-hmm, that's going to be deep. When you're 60 years old, if you make it that, uh, to that age, 70, 80 years old, and you've been on social media for 40, 50 years now, how many murders have you watched on there? How many naked women have you seen on there? How many uh, crazy, sad stories? Like stories, you would let's just keep it real, bro. You wouldn't have heard if you didn't get on Instagram. I just seen a, a story of a 10-year-old who killed his mom because she wouldn't buy him a virtual reality headset. A 10-year-old being charged as an adult. He's going to go to prison for the rest of his life with adults because he killed his mom. He's 10 years old, bro. 10 years old, bro. Over a virtual reality. Go outside and ride your bike. At 10 years old, that's the best thing I could have did. And I did. I had a video game. I had a PS2. You know, we used to have to go to each other's house to do online gaming. Online game back then was bring your control over. I ain't got... My other one got chewed up by my dog. I lost the, uh, the, the joystick. Bring yours over. That was online game. We used to have to be in each other's face. And what happened in this house stay in this house now it's everybody's business my business we we are some little celebrities is what we think we is when you when you think deeply about it right we all some little look at me look at me and my family look at me and my new car my new job look at me uh, i'm at the mall look at me i just bought these shoes look at me i'm eating this good food can we have anything to ourselves now i mean anything you know like we, we can't do nothing it all has to go to the gram it all has to go to the gram and it's, it's hard to even fully knock it because, well, what are we going to do? 
right? It, like I said, it's become mandatory. You might not like, I, I, I remember when I was 16 years old, I had got a job at Publix. That was my first ever legal tax paying job I ever had was at a grocery store. I don't know where y'all live, but uh, I know the Publix is not everywhere. Here in the South, we have a store called Publix. It's a grocery store. It's a very popular grocery store. It was started in Lakeland, Florida. Um, I worked at Publix. That's my first legal, like, like I said, tax paying job. Before that, I used to cut grass. I used to watch the kids that went to our church, uh, you know, do all kind of other stuff. But that was my first legal job, right? Um, and with that job, I remember one day the lady comes and she grabs, literally grabs me off of the line. I was a bag boy. And she's like, I can't pay you because you don't have the direct deposit. We require direct deposit. I'm like, what in the world is a direct deposit? What are you talking about? She's like, you have to get a bank account. I'm like, oh, no, no, I don't do bank account. She said, you have to. She said, I can't pay you if you don't have a bank. I was like, just give me a check. She's like, I can't. What do you not understand about it? You have to do direct deposit. So she literally takes me to a bank. There was a bank in the store, a SunTrust. And she makes me get an account. She's like, she literally walks me to the bank. She said, you need to sign him up for a bank. He needs a bank account right now. I never wanted a bank account, bro. I never wanted a bank account. Right? Now, I never want cash. I hate cash. I can't stand cash. You know, it sucks because, you know, living in Atlanta, I pull up on these water boys and homeless people all the time and sometimes they don't you know the homeless people in Atlanta they fed they eat good in Atlanta I don't know about what city you live in but here our homeless people they don't want food I gave this homeless guy um, some granola bars today he, he made a little joke he said uh, I wish I had teeth to eat them right you offer, I've even offered some homeless people food before and they'd be like you got some money and we all know why that is for some of them right but you know whatever they can get their own food and water now the homeless people have gotten wise enough to figure out how to get some free food and how to get some water you know and what we should all know how to get some water nobody should ever go without water but you know the 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 point of what i'm trying to say is that the way people are now right and i bring up that bank account and not having money to show you like as much we can have this conversation all we want and tomorrow we'll be on social media that's why I say that because it's become this thing where like I said I've even taken a hiatus from social media where during the hiatus during the quote on like the think about it but people these they say I'm detoxing from social. I mean you have to detox from social media you have to use words like that to describe leaving something behind it's it's powerful right we use detox in reference to drugs and very irregular um unhealthy eating habits like this is a drug bro this is an unregular thing that we're is an unhealthy thing people are literally having to take breaks from it like i mean that's an addiction and and you know you know what's bad about a break? It just means I just need a little time. You'll be back addicted to it again soon. You're not nobody quits social media. I personally haven't met anybody who's quit social media. I know somebody right now who's told me they're done social media, but they even have said it out loud, Oh, they'll be back one day, just not anytime soon. So they, they people know they'll oh they'll be back. But even when we take those so called hiatuses and detox, and a lot of us will admit we did get on there every now and then, right? Because you'll be somewhere and somebody will say, bro, did you hear about this? And you'll be like, what? 
and you just you just got to see it for yourself. So you go and you get on there real quick. You go to specific pages. You look for the thing, and then you get off, right? Even when something's happening, like when the um, Uvalde school shooting happened, right? The Uvalde in Texas, you know, rest in peace to all those little kids. First thing I did was get on Instagram. Then I went on CNN. I put on CNN because I was home at the time. So I was like, let me put on the CNN and get the live news, right? Which all they did was tell us about gun control. They ain't even tell us about the school. The first thing, I mean, the school shooting literally had happened like, like 20 minutes before. And already they were on there. The Democrats were on there talking about banning all guns like i'm like bro can we hear the kids names can we see where the, where's the shooter what's his name like you talking about banning guns like bro relax <laughs> like you know what i'm saying when they flew an airplane into the twin tower you didn't ban airplanes you just tighten up security right you know when people uh all these things you don't ban cigarettes as many times people people have been linked to cancer to cigarette or whatever you don't ban alcohol even though some people die drunk driving you just tighten up laws and make bars have limits on how much they can give people who are obviously drunk and things like that even certain i think i think in some states i don't know if this is true or not i'm just really just making this up honestly (laughs) i'm just not gonna lie y'all know i keep it raw i believe there's a limit on how much alcohol you can buy at liquor stores i wouldn't know because i don't buy that much liquor if i do go to a liquor store and when i have been to i might have bought maybe the most four bottles you know back in the day in, in, in our college years, we go buy uh, four bottles of New Amsterdam and two bottles of Ciroc. And be stuck walking about. I got, hey, anybody, anybody want to drink? Oh, you got bottles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the New Amsterdam right there. Got a little uh, Hennessy. My boy got the Henny. And I got two bottles of Ciroc. I got the blue dot and the white dot. You know, the coconut. And that that was, you know, cool to us. And we obviously did that because of, once again, social media. We were in high school posting pictures of alcohol even though that's literally underage drinking. Yeah, I mean, just, 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 I mean, just, you know, just stuff like that. I mean, when you think about, um, people talk about child pornography. Let's talk about child pornography really quick. Um, uh, most of y'all consider anything under 18 a child, right? Okay, so we all know there are people under 18 on Instagram. Okay, so what is porn? Okay, let's get deep. Okay, so when we think, when you hear the word porn, Nine out of ten of us, first thing we 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 associate the word porn with is a video. Then we associate it of a video of two or more. Yeah, we have to say or more. Two or more people having sex, where you can see their parts, their sexual body parts. Right? Okay, cool. But let's keep it real. Porn is not just that. Porn is also a picture. Porn is also there's this thing called soft porn. Right, and in my opinion, you don't have to really necessarily be fully nude, or we see all the goodies for it to be porn. Like, um, there was this my homeboy had showed me this girl, and she was sixteen. I want to say she's like, I guess, popular on Instagram. He's like, bro, you have to see this. And I look at it, and I'm like, first of all, this girl looks too grown for her own good, right? She was looking a little too grown on there, right? Okay. This is about to be a sensitive topic. If you... All right, I'm going to say if you... I don't know 
where these people get the real child pornography from obviously we know it's not on Pornhub we know I don't know if there's some deep dark web they go to to get that type of stuff I've never in my life seen actual child porn I've never seen um not even like on the news like a little thumbnail I've I don't even know I don't even want to know what the imagery would be however I'm pretty sure wherever these guys who get caught with child pornography which you know is bad obviously you know I don't know where they're getting it from but if I was a pedophile and I wanted to look at little kids or girls or even I guess some pedophiles like boys little boys I'm not gonna risk going to these deep dark websites and getting tracked down by the FBI for what I know it may not it may not be full-on whatever child pornography is because I'm, I'm guessing when you I don't I don't I don't know I don't know if child pornography is two kids having sex with each other I, I don't know but or just a picture of a naked kid but what I do know is there are more than enough children on the ground now they got these little girls dressed like they mama and I say little girls I mean like five six years old y'all have seen them especially in the black community I don't even got to describe it you know what I mean got the little girl out here dressed like a hoochie mama okay right um, got their little son dressed like j- dressed like they baby daddy not wearing spider-man and book bags stuff like that oh no they're making it too easy and accessible then here's where you draw it in you have the woman post a picture of her kids on the same account that she attracts horny men that she's reliant upon for either monetary gains or social media gains or both right which you'll probably eventually flip into big money through brand ambassador um sponsorships and things of that nature right building up her brand and her image on the gram right so on the same page that she's bouncing her big stinky butt and putting her boobs all up in the in the camera there's also some little boy or some little girl on there who is her target audience ultimately it's not teachers right it's not pediatricians it's not anybody who means well for children it's horny men and some of these horny men might also have pedophilish ways now you know dang well if you're a woman now if you didn't know i'm gonna tell you if you're bouncing your big butt or showing your big butt on the gram and you're shaking or you're showing your boobies in every picture there are men jacking off on your page if that's what you want to attract on your page, that's your business. But just just know that while that man has his penis in his hand, I'm going to get really raw with you. This is something y'all don't want to hear. A lot of men these days aren't even going to porn sites no more. They don't feel the need to go watch extreme hardcore porn. Hardcore porn is disgusting. They're just fine with that with with the gram because the gram it, it still allows a little mystery. You know, it's it's just it's just more intriguing, right? And it, it, it allows them to have a better conscience. I mean, when they get done getting off Pornhub, they feel bad. When they get off Instagram, even if they busted a, you know, N-U-T, they're like, ah, it is what it is, right? I was on Instagram. At least I didn't go to a porn site. It, it makes them feel better. You know how I know? I've been there before. I didn't, I, I'll openly admit to you, I have masturbated to women off, on Instagram, right? You have the pedophile guy sitting on the gram. He might even be a pedophile. He might just be a regular dude. 
But then he's sitting there going through his his demonic thing, masturbating to women on the gram, lusting over them, whatever like that. Because she put this something, she put it out there for him to do it, right? She knows that. If you didn't know, once again, if you didn't know for whatever reason, you didn't know. As a grown woman, you don't know what you're attracting. Then you're crazy to go out there and do things that you know attract things, not knowing what you're attracting, not knowing who your targeted audience is and what they're going to do when they see these pictures. I'm going to let you know, men don't see your picture and go, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. They say, dang, that B word is fine as F word. Oh my gosh. And then they little thingy things get hard and then they want to touch them. Okay. Why would you want someone touching their penis? Y'all don't hear me though. Do I have to say it? Why? And, And the next picture over is a picture of your daughter. Why you got your kid on the same page? as your boobs you got your little girl on the same page as a thing that you used to make the little girl you got child Instagram that's child pornography social media is child pornography then don't even get me started on TikTok they got the little girls on there dancing they're doing all kinds of little I done seen a video and y'all it's cute why are you making it like that why are you sexualizing they, what do you mean I, I'm not sexualizing them I'm trying to protect them fool see a lot of people are judging me for even saying that's why I said, I said it's just, just treacherous grounds it's treacherous grounds when you start talking about pedophilia and homosexuality because people want to cast it onto you they say well how do you even know that then right rather than looking at it like dang he's trying to warn us about something yeah you see a lot of Christians including myself Right? And a lot of people, period, were really against this film, Cuties, that Netflix dropped. If you don't know anything about it, it's a it's a film about a preteen twerk team. So throughout the whole movie, you have little girls between the age of 10 and 13 years old, literally on a twerk team where they're twerking. You know, I don't have to explain what twerking is. If you don't know, go look it up. I don't want you to look it up. I'll tell you. It is a sexual dance involving the butt and shaking the butt. It fully highlights the butt. Then you got to think deeply, right? Cutie is the movie. How do you think they got the kids? They had to have a casting call. So you have a bunch of old people in a room, adults, watching little girls twerking to make a movie. A feminist movie. A feminist agenda using 10 and 11 year olds. Feminism was never created for little girls. In its best form and in its worst form, feminism was always for women, not for little girls. I need you guys to realize what's going on. TikTok, for every conservative out here, everybody who hated cuties and hated Netflix for dropping cuties, you need to hate TikTok as well. TikTok is cuties. You see these little girls in there and they're in there doing their little dances. If you are a pedophile, you a dang fool to go into the deep dark web or whatever you do or wherever you guys meet up in little private meetings or group chats or whatever to risk your freedom with actual child pornography. You better learn how to get some mystery because they not going to hide it. They put it all over TikTok and Snapchat, Twitter and all these other things for you. I'm going to just come out and say it. They need to make it illegal for children to be on social media. It should be illegal. Now, I'm not saying nobody should go to jail. But there should be some heavy fines if they find out that there's children on social media. And that would make the parents have to be strict. Hey, you don't get on that social media because they're going to charge me for it. And I'm going to charge you. Okay. 
There should I don't care nobody anybody under age eighteen should not be on social media. I don't care what it is. Ain't no reason for no kids. I don't care. They it's just TikTok. Oh, Tommy, shut up. You always trying to no. And no kid should be on social media. I'm sorry. I'm not. No, I'm actually no. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry.